earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Let your light so shine before others that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Welcome to Christ Church Cathedral. We want to say a welcome also to those who are joining us by way of the video live stream or listening in on the audio podcast. Just uh, a couple of things uh, very quickly by way of announcement. Um, There are envelope box sets at the back of the church for those who are expecting them. So if you haven't uh, picked those up as of yet, they're there waiting for you. Uh, Also, just to mention that our nominating committee is continuing to accept nominations for elected offices in 2024. So uh, don't be uh, shy about talking with uh, any of its members. The chair is Jane Hand. And uh, if you might have interest in being part of any of the committee work of uh, Bishop and Chapter, as in being a member of a committee, there are various uh, ways that you can serve. So we'd be happy to, uh, to talk with you. And uh, also just to mention that while there is a note in the bulletin saying that there are church calendars left, there are not, uh, at least at the office over here. But there's uh, lots of opportunity to buy those, and you can get them mailed to you for uh, very little. And uh, on the website at the moment, if you uh, look on the front page, there's uh, a slide there that will give you a couple of links that you can just uh, click and and order one online. Is there anything else that needs announcing? No? service this evening is that of evening prayer, and we begin on page 19. Sorry, page 18. Dearly beloved, the scripture moveth us in sundry places to acknowledge and confess our manifold sins and wickedness, and that we should not dissemble nor cloak them before the face of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, but confess them with an humble, lowly, penitent, and obedient heart to the end that we may obtain forgiveness of the same by his infinite goodness and mercy. Wherefore, I pray and beseech you, as many as are here present, to accompany me with a pure heart and humble voice unto the throne of the heavenly grace. And we say together, Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. And we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou them, O God, which confess their faults. Restore thou them that are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, 
that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who desireth not the death of a sinner, but rather that he may turn from his wickedness and live, hath given power and commandment to his ministers to declare and pronounce to his people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins. He pardoneth and absolveth all them that truly repent and unfeignedly believe his holy gospel. Wherefore, we beseech him to grant us true repentance and his Holy Spirit, that those things may please him which we do at this present, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy, so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. you'll find the text of Psalm 111, page 477, will stand and sing that only Psalm 111.
first lesson is taken from the book of Isaiah, chapter 40, beginning at the first verse. Comfort, O comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that she has served her term, that her penalty is paid, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice cries out, in the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all people shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, cry out. And I said, what shall I cry? All people are grass. Their constancy is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades, when the breath of the Lord blows upon it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Get you up to a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good tidings. Lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, herald of good tidings, lift it up. Do not fear. Say to the cities of Judah, here is your God. See, the Lord God comes with might and his arm rules for him. His reward is with him and his recompense before him. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms and carry them in his bosom and gently lead the mother sheep. Here ends the first lesson.
second lesson is from the book of John. The next day, John saw Jesus coming towards him and declared, Here is the Lord of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who ranks ahead of me because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but I came baptizing with water for this reason, that he might be revealed to Israel. And John testified, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. I myself did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water said to me, He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain is the one who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I myself have seen and have testified that this is the Son of God. Here ends the lesson. Continue with the words of the Apostles' Creed on page 22. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, 
and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O God, from all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed. Give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness. Through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior.
John the Baptist said, Here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Reading through the passages for this afternoon may feel a little bit like picking up where we left off in Advent. The voice in the wilderness crying out in Isaiah, of course, is the one the authors of the Gospels of the New Testament saw clearly in John the Baptist. John was the prophet forerunner, the one who would be like the warm-up act before the headliner, Jesus the Messiah. This is the day of the Christian year when we celebrate the baptism of the Lord, that which has been for centuries considered one of the more significant epiphanies or revelations of who Jesus is. In the church of antiquity, Epiphany and the baptism of Jesus were celebrated as one and the same. Some still do. And if you want to just casually flip through the lectionary for the Eucharist in the Book of Common Prayer for about this time of year, you'll see that same connection even there. Unfortunately, the separation of the two, Epiphany and the baptism of the Lord, isn't particularly helpful and doesn't necessarily clarify the close connection between them. At this baptism, Jesus was revealed as the one with whom God was well pleased. According to John's Gospel, John the Baptist witnessed this event. He says, And I myself have seen and have testified that this is the Son of God. In the Gospel of John, John the Baptist sees Jesus coming and says, Here is the Lamb of God. Now there's a good bit of theology going on in that seemingly straightforward title. It might be necessary to exercise some caution with this passage, though, as with any singular reference in Scripture. It's a title not used again until the book of Revelation. When we hear the title, The Lamb of God, perhaps the atonement comes to mind. Atonement is that Christian doctrine that states that in Jesus we are made one with God. Some would say that the word itself is about at one with God. What we know for sure is that for the Christian, Jesus is at the center 
of the atonement. How that actually happens is a more complicated discussion. And upon investigation, we find that there are many and various theories of the atonement. Atonement, none of which necessarily, conclusively, finally, or completely, or even adequately explain it. How is Christ the bridge between humanity and God? How is it that in Christ we are made one with God? Was Christ a ransom for many? A substitution for us? Was Jesus a moral example for us to follow? Or in him was there a victor in a cosmic battle of evil? Or was his death a propitiation or an appeasement of the wrath of God? Language that you'll find familiar coming from the prayer book. Evidence for all of those can be found supported by Scripture and they appear in our Eucharistic liturgies in one form or another. The problem is any of the theories can crumble when pressed too hard. But you know, I can't help but think that that might be the least of our problems. These days, I think the problem is hardly how Christ atones for sin, but rather that fewer and fewer believe that they have any need for atonement. Elon Musk, who was baptized and received communion growing up, was interviewed recently and quoted to have said, he doesn't really worship anything. He says he admires the principles that Jesus taught and went on to say, I'm okay with going to hell if that is indeed my destination since the vast majority of all humans ever born will be there. But he did say last week that he agrees with the assertion that Western civilization is doomed without Christianity. And so I guess that's at least something. If those who have voice and a platform from which to speak disregard the values upon which the cash cow of the capitalist Western culture is founded, it could, in fact, be doomed. And maybe that's not the worst thing that could happen. In the end, it may have to do with the one crying in the wilderness. And that one might be you. And it might be me. Here is the Lamb of God.
Let us pray for the church and the world in prayers for Christ's church. We name specifically the Scottish Episcopal Church, Archbishop Mark Strange, Primate and Bishop of Moray, Ross, and Caith Ness. Prayers in our province include for the Canadian Council of Churches, the Reverend Dr. Das Sidney, President, members of the Executive Committee and its member churches. Pray for Justin, Archbishop of Canterbury, Charles, our King, Linda, our Primate, David, our Bishop and Metropolitan, and Matthias, Bishop of Hull. And for all who minister with them, that the Church might continue to proclaim the good news as revealed in his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Grant, O Lord God, to all who have been baptized into the death and resurrection of thy Son, Jesus Christ, that as we have put away the old life of sin, so we may be renewed in the spirit of our minds and live in righteousness and true holiness. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O Almighty and everlasting God, who desireth not the death of sinners, but rather that they may turn unto thee and live. Deliver the nations of the world from superstition and unbelief, and gather them all into thy holy church to the praise and glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for the world and especially for peace among nations and all those amongst whom there is conflict, terrorism, or war. Pray for Ukraine and Russia, continuing war between Hamas and Israel, war in Sudan, <coughs> tensions in China and Taiwan. Pray for families who have lost loved ones, those who have been injured, and those who continue to live in fear. May the peace of God be known even in the midst of pain, turmoil, and innocent death. O Almighty God, kindle, we beseech thee in every heart, the true love of peace and guide with thy wisdom those who take counsel for the nations of the earth, that in tranquility thy dominion may increase till the earth is filled with the knowledge of thy love. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Pray for those who have asked you for their prayers. Remember those we name in our prayer lists, those for whom we desire God's most gracious and ready help, and those known only to him or those whom we have forgotten. Be mindful, O Lord, of thy people bowed before thee and of those who are absent through age, sickness, or infirmity. 
care for the infants, guide the young, support the aged, encourage the faint-hearted, collect the scattered, and bring the wandering to thy fold. Travel with the voyagers, defend the widows, shield the orphans, deliver the captives, heal the sick. Succor all who are in tribulation, necessity, or distress. Remember for good all those that love us and those that hate us and those that have desired us, unworthy as we are, to pray for them. And those whom we have forgotten, do thou, O Lord, remember. For thou art the helper of the helpless, the savior of the lost, the refuge of the wanderer, the healer of the sick. Thou who knowest each need and hast heard every prayer, grant unto each according to thy merciful loving kindness and thy eternal love, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, who hast given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications unto thee, and dost promise that when two or three are gathered together in thy name, thou wilt grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, the desires and petitions of thy servants as may be most expedient for them, granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth and in the world to come life everlasting. Amen. And we say together the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen.